And I ain't going to go there and read it, but I, I heard this or, or saw it. I don't even remember. A message on this, that the thief hanging on the cross, and this is all true. This is all true. But the thief hanging on the cross, one of them said, if you were Jesus, you're the Savior of the world, won't you take care of us and bring us down? And the other thief standing over there, the other standing on the cross, the male factor, he said, uh, he said, uh, don't you know that this is uh, the Savior? Don't you know this is the one that, that can help us? And he looked around at the Lord and he said, remember me when you enter into, par when you enter into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him in the 23rd chapter of Luke, and he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Amen. So the message went on was, you didn't have to do anything. The message went on to that you can just get saved and you can sit down and that's it. That ain't the message God sent out today by that. This fellow was, and that's like we preached maybe out of the third chapter there of, of Corinthians uh, uh, Friday, uh, Wednesday night. But the, the, we, it's deathbed repentance. This fellow on the cross beside of Jesus didn't have a chance to be baptized. He didn't have a chance to do any more witnessing than what he had done to the male factor that was with him there. He didn't have opportunity to go knock on doors and all of this. And I thank God I believe he was saved because Jesus said, Today will you be with me in paradise. Amen. There's another group saying you've got to be baptized by our baptism before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. Well, that ain't right either. Amen. But there's something else that we can do, and you can uh, go on and read it. And I don't believe from the bottom of my heart, I don't believe I had on the whole armor of God when I got saved. I, I, I was a, a, a private in the, in the army of God. I was just beginning, and I didn't have no patches. I didn't have no understanding of God's Word. But as I went on in God's Word, I got some understanding. I got some armor until I could go fight the battle. Amen. We don't send a two-year-old uh, a convert out, glory to God, or a two-week-old convert out into the world to fight in the hell holes of the world. The beer joint will take them back, and the hell holes of the world will take them back. And these addictions, these crackheads and meth heads, amen, these addictions will take them back. We've seen it happen, amen, many, many years after they've been saved. We've seen them jerk back into this same thing. And so I know that it's real because I've put on another piece of the armor of God. And we'll, we'll go right here in the third chapter, third chapter of Ezekiel, and about the, I start about the fourth verse, we'll be fine. And he said unto me, and I'm going to read fast, and he said unto me, Son of man, go thee into the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a stern speech or a hard language, house of Israel and I thought about to us that are sitting here today and many that we're speaking to on the radio and the internet honey we're not sent to a house of people that speak a different language glory to God God has sent us to people that it's our own language people that are we are alike people that have grown up like we grown up and understand what we're about it's a little bit different when you go on foreign soil and you're on foreign soil and you're here in a foreign language and you've got to deal with whatever they've got. You've got to go about whatever the interpreter says and, and give him the word of God the best and no telling how it will come out. I'll never forget, I was preaching in Cuba and the windows were open and, and it was on the street and it was a, had been a Catholic church and a Baptist had bought it out and the windows were open and I, I was preaching 
under an interpreter, and I said, uh, if we go out and get these people that are walking up and down the streets, was right on the street with the windows open, and get these people into the house of God, the house would be full. Amen. And we could rejoice, and we'd have more soldiers in the army. And the more soldiers you get in the army, the more people that you can whip. Glory to God. So, and that's what I was preaching. And I'll never forget everybody to start laughing. I said, what in the world have I messed up now? I've messed up now. And everybody started laughing. And they told me after the service that I said, the interpreter said that the preacher said if, if, if my uh, his family, his kids is acting like monkeys and if they'd straighten up, he said maybe some of the others would straighten up. So I could see I really got myself in trouble there. But we're going to people that understand that hell is hell and heaven is heaven. So there shouldn't be any misinterpretation of that. We under, should understand. He said, not too many people of a strange speech and of a hard language whose words thou canst not understand. He said, surely had I sent thee unto them, they would have hearkened unto thee. He said, if I send you into a foreign country, and, and you know if you've been into a foreign country, they'll listen to you. They'll listen to you. But in your own country, that's what he's telling Ezekiel here. But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee. And why won't they hearken unto us? He said, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impotent and hard-hearted or, or unwise people are not listening to the word of God today. And I thought about these that are standing against the overturn of Roe Wade and how unwise they are. And maybe they've got degrees of all kinds of doctor's degrees and uh, understanding supposedly of this world my friend and they're they're tore up about the abortion law being overturned honey so they're unwise amen they're they're not smart at all they're the head hard-hearted behold i have made thy face strong against the face and thy forehead strong against their forehead for an adamant harder than flint have i made thy forehead Fear them not, neither be dismayed, for their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And I thought about as a whole today, America has become a rebellious house. We have uh, rejected the Word of God, and we're going to do, we're stubborn, we're going to do what we want to do. And one told me this week, well, it was uh, born into me. Can I tell you, sin was born into me, but the Lord Jesus Christ, delivered me from sin. I, I was hard-headed, but God has delivered me from uh, some of the stupidity and impudence turf and not having a God's word. Uh, a God has changed some things in my life. God can change our blood flow. God can clean up our blood flow that's full of alcohol today and tomorrow God can clean it up. Uh, amen. It's full of drugs and hatred and, and fighting and angry and tearing down. God can heal it today, but we let it build back, honey, and we become a rebellious house. The house should be full today, honey, but we're rebelling against the house of God. We're rebelling against the Word of God. And the Lord, as he spoke to Ezekiel there, he was out without a shadow of a doubt. He knew exactly every person that old Ezekiel was going to face. And if we look at this, we'll find right here shortly in the Word. Let's read it. And he said, And I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another, and the noise of the wheels over against them, and a noise of great rushing. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me up, and I went in a bitterness 
in the heat in the spirit, but my the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. You know, he had a dread, amen, of getting up and preaching to these people. He had a dread of pay, uh, facing a bunch of people that wouldn't have him. He said, And I came to them of the captivity of Tel Aviv that dwelt by the river Shabar, and I sat where they sat and re, re, remained there astonished among them seven days. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Amen. And this is where we're going. If you look over. Ezekiel was already in bondage, and uh, the river Shabar, as we see it, it flows down. The place in the little town of Shabar was uh, right above Babylon, so he was already in bondage, amen. So can you imagine uh, uh, these children had already sinned, and it ended up, and, and it had been prophesied all through the Bible that they would be uh, cast out of their land, and it ended up down in uh, Babylon, be in captivity. And we stand and we preach the word today, if you stay in sin, you'll be in captivity in hell for the rest of your life. It'll be a literal burning fire. There'll be no escape. And we stand and we preach that. And we see that Ezekiel was sitting there and he said that he was brought down to the river Shabar and he sat down for seven days. But then the word of God, amen, began to speak to his heart, began to revive him. He said he sat there in astonishment. Glory to God. He sat there. I, I'm afraid he, he was just like so many of us today. I uh, we're astonished at the things that's going on in the world, uh, uh, but we're afraid, amen, to turn loose of our little uh, uh, comfort zone, afraid to turn loose of that uh, that we've got, afraid to turn loose and step out on what God has given us and said, I'm going to fight the battle. Uh, he said, if I go in the name of the Lord, he'll be with me. I need to step out. So there he was astonished. Uh, I sat in seven days and he's looking at the people uh, uh, that had already lost their place in Jerusalem and there they were uh, under bondage under Nebuchadnezzar and there he said uh, under bondage glory to God uh, because sometimes we're under bondage uh, uh, amen with sickness and sometimes we're under bondage uh, uh, with family problems and sometimes Terry we're under bondage uh, uh, with things that there ain't nothing we can do about I'm going to tell you that don't give you an excuse to quit uh, uh, that don't give you an excuse to quit praising God uh, amen there's been many men in the bondage uh, amen of this old sinful world today uh, and God used them so honey you and I can be brought out amen and if they come against you we can still shout uh, if they don't want to have the word we can still shout uh, uh, we can still enjoy the things of God and let me read to you what the word of God said to him he said I'm going to make you he said son of man I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me so that's, you know, sometimes this ain't what I want to be as a watchman, but can I tell you, God has set me up as a watchman, and I need to send you warning uh, from the Lord. And I'm going to tell you today, uh, if you're having your way and doing everything you want to do, uh, uh, you're not under the authority of God. Uh, you're not under the Word of God. Uh, you have walked away from where God wants you. Uh, uh, you're playing games with God. Butch mentioned it this morning. Uh, uh, 
can't play games with God and get by. And I look at the very best of us today. Uh, uh, can I tell you something? We're not following according to what the Word of God said. Uh, uh, we're not laying down the things that God said lay down. Uh, I'm going to tell you something, honey. God gave me uh, uh, 54 years from the time uh, I was in bondage from the time that I was dying, heading to a devil's hell. Uh, and he released me on the cross. Glory to God. And he said, you can't be with me in paradise. He didn't say today, but he said, you can't be with me in paradise. God has given me 54 years to preach the gospel, to testify of the goodness of Almighty God and how God will deliver if we'll let him. And too many times we throw in the towel and we sit down and get discouraged because things ain't going to suit us. My family ain't going to suit me. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, uh, things ain't going to suit me. Uh, I bragged on the 19th of June. It was exactly two years since I had my heart attack and God spared me. He let me live. Uh, amen. And I bragged on it and I got a call this week. Uh, my heart's messed up. My pacemaker's messed up. Something has failed. They don't think it's much. Uh, but they look back. I believe this is right. They look back and it happened the same day I bragged on God. So now I got a cardiac or whatever one of them grams. I got all these things and I got to go to Winston and got to go here. Hey, I told that lady, I said, let me tell you something. I said, I live 60 miles from Winston. Gas $5 a gallon and I'm going to eat. So if I ain't got time to come see y'all, it don't really matter to me. Janet said, you going. <laughs> you going. <laughs> Amen. But can I tell you something? We've got our priorities in the wrong place. It's going to be all right. I'm not worried about what it, what it is. I'm worried about who I'll run over in Winston. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. But he's put, he set us up as a watchman. You know, can I tell you something? God didn't put me in a place or save me no better than he saved anybody else. Amen. And if I can't lay around and play around like some does, yeah. Glory to God, yeah. they can't. So I'm able to stand and tell them and send a morning from God. Hey, man, if we walk away from God, let me read it in the Word of God. If we walk away from God, we are going to die. We are going to die. And he said, when I saw, when I say unto the wicked, 18th verse of the third chapter, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest them not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from the wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. I don't know what about you, but when I went back and read this, I preached this sometime before, but when I went back and read this, and I thought about the blood of Mount Vernon Church is going to be on Preacher Bill's hand. If I've not told them, they can't linger in sin. You can't have sex out of wedlock. Or you can't lay out of church. Or you can't put other things before God. You can't walk where you want to walk. You're saved, born again, child of God. And if you're going to walk where you want to walk, the Bible said you're going to die. And if I don't tell you you're going to die, honey, can I tell you something? The blood will be on my hands. I've got enough on my hands uh, without the blood of not telling you the truth, not telling you that Jesus is soon coming back. He's coming after a church that's looking for him. Uh, he's not coming after a church that's heard the word uh, and decided to go back and lay down and get drunk uh, or to lay out of work and to tear down the church. Uh, he's coming after a church that's still giving him praise.
praise, honor, and glory. Hallelujah. He ain't coming back after a church that's full of money uh, and got all the big people in it. He's coming after a church that loves him. That's truth, church. That's the truth. You know, I don't know why. Just talked to Melody there, and Melody's brother died from the Widowmaker, a blood clot. It's the same thing I had. And God decided to spare me. I don't know why. Because I'm a watchman, I guess. I thought he's added two full years to me. Nineteen. He said, yet if thou warned the wicked... Turn not from his wickedness. So that's up to y'all what you do. My head's hard enough, it don't even bother me if you get mad at me no more. Turn away his wickedness, or from, nor from his wickedness way he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Well, can I tell you something today? I believe from the bottom of my heart that fellow on the cross beside of Janet, beside of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Who's beside of Janet back there? So y'all thought that was a mistake, but I'm checking if you're listening. <laughs> I spelled H-O-R-E wrong the other night. I know it's W-H-O-R-E. I know that. All of mine ain't mistakes. That and beside of Janet's in trouble. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to prove to you, some of them are sitting beside of their wives in trouble. God's called them to be a worker or a watchman in church. And they're sitting beside her, their Janet. She might be Geraldine or Rosemary. Go read after Solomon. He said, my strange wife took my heart away. Men, we need to be men. Be good to your wife. I'm not telling you that. Be good to your wife. I've been better to Janet than y'all think. But that fellow sitting beside of Jesus, I believe when he looked over there and rebuked the other fellow, this could be the one that could take us down. And he had a little faith because all he said was, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And that's the only opportunity that he had. That was his last chance. And I believe his place in heaven will be just as great as mine. I believe that. So how many chances have we let go by that we didn't stand up for Jesus. What if we knew it was our last step, our last day? Are we watchmen? We think, we think the pastor can't tell us nothing. I can take you to a couple of churches right now that don't have a pastor and they're struggling. 
Can I take you there? They're scrambling. They're, they're fighting. And they're in the valley of decision. I'm not bragging on me. I've been at Mount Vernon when we didn't have a pastor. I know what it is. I know what it is. You can laugh. You can make fun of him. But God set Ezekiel up as a watchman over the house. And he said, tell my people. Go warn my people. Jesus is soon coming back. There's more authority to God's people than we realize. And we've let the devil walk over the top of us. We've let the devil with his fineries take us to these pretty places, amen, that's going to perish. Moses said, there's pleasure in sin for a season. There's pleasure in serving God for eternity. We preached Wednesday night, and man, I loved it. I don't know what about you all. I went into, I went into uh, Tractor Supply. Little fellow, I know down there, I was talking to him, and I said, he, he told me his wife listened sometime, and I said, well, listen, for Wednesday night, can you get Wednesday night service? I said, listen, you might enjoy it. I don't know. He said, we did. <laughs> Amen. He said, you people up there get excited, don't you? Somebody is watching if you're excited, if you're drugged down to nothing. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to preach anyhow. And he said, the blood will I require at the hand. 20th verse. He said, and again, when a righteous man does turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity. What did it say? Again, when a righteous man does turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he hath done shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thy hand. He said all the righteousness that he had done won't be remembered. Oh, and I've seen souls saved. I've fed the sick. I've given them thirsty water. I put clothes on them that didn't have clothes. Ain't I done good? How many times do you reckon Jesus is going to hear that? Say, you know, I sent my tithes. I couldn't go that Sunday, Lord, but I sent my tithes to help the poor. And I prayed. One time I went to the altar, Lord, and prayed. Don't you remember that? And I give you praise for, for saving my soul. Don't you remember that, Lord? No. Because you've turned from your righteousness. Oh, man, that's sad. Mmm, that's sad. 21, nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not and he doth not sin, he shall surely live because he is warned. Also thou hast delivered thy soul. Can I tell you what I'm here today to deliver my soul? I'm going over to 18. We'll start at the 21st verse. The 18th chapter, and it's about the same thing. I just want to read it to you how important it was these three different times, these three different uh, scriptures that Ezekiel, I, I was preaching that of and Ezekiel was reading that of. And it's the 18th chapter and the 21st, 21st verse. And he said, But if the wicked will turn from his sins that he hath committed and keep all my statutes, not part of them, the Bible said if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of all. That's Bible. 
He said, if you keep all my statutes and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. All his transgressions that he hath committed, not them that he's about to commit, but them that he has committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him in his righteousness that he hath done, he shall live. He said, listen to this 23rd verse. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die? saith the Lord God, and not that he should return from his ways and live. There he said, return. He said, do I have any pleasure that the wicked die and that he don't return and repent of his ways? That's what the Word of God says. Can I tell you today, there's going to be some blood on some people's hands when I stand up and tell them that a drunk can go to heaven because they're saved when they're three years old. Amen. That's a lie straight out of hell. And I'm going to stand up on it. I may have to walk away. They may beat me to death. I may be rejected. But, honey, can I tell you, sin ain't going to enter in the kingdom of heaven. Honey, if we don't repent, it's sin on our life. I have to die daily. Paul had to die daily. I've got to find a place of repentance daily. I'm a a mess. I'm a fleshly mess. Amen. But I've got a Savior if I'll call on Him. Will forgive me. Will straighten me up. Set me back on my feet. He'll heal my old body. Glory to God. He'll take care of my needs and my family's. Larry just mentioned how many things God has answered this week for him. I praise his holy name how God has lifted. I saw him lift the burden off of Larry there Wednesday night. God, God is good, honey. He'll take care of some things if we'll only let him. I don't know how to handle tomorrow, but God does. Dale, I don't know which way to turn sometimes, but God knows what I need. Honey, if the righteous turn from his righteousness, it won't be remembered, and the Bible said he'll die. Amen, preacher. It's the word of God. If my boy dies in his sin, he's justified because he's heard the word. If Andy never gets saved, God has dealt with his heart. Can I tell you, if these die in their sin, the blood's off of my hands. I know I've told them, and I know some more. I was in the rest home this week. Went in to visit a couple, and I turned the corner leaving, and there's a lady in a wheelchair. She rolled up, and she looked at me, and her eyes got that big. And I just stopped. She couldn't talk real plain. She said, Bill? I said, yeah, it's Bill Spur. I didn't recognize her. I said, yeah, it's Bill Spur. And I kept trying to talk to her, and I said, you thought I was dead, didn't you? She said, yeah. So she thought she'd seen a ghost in the restaurant. I talked to her a good while, and Went to school with her. You remember, I guess, Mildred Marshall. She said, I've been here seven years, Bill. I can't shout because she's been there seven years, but Lord God, help me. I don't want to be selfish, but God, help me. I don't have to go there. I don't have to go there. She said, I'm so glad, so glad to see you. 
And the scripture and the thought hit my mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Don't even know the last time I prayed for the lady. I have prayed for her, but I didn't know. I don't even know the last time I prayed for the lady. Mm. And his transgressions that he hath committed, 22nd verse, they shall not be mentioned to him in the righteousness that he hath done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure the, that the wicked should die, saith the Lord God, and not that he should return from his way and live? And when the righteous turneth from his righteousness and commit iniquity and doth according to all the abomination that the wicked man doth, Shall he live? And that's not saying he's making a mistake. It's saying that he turned from it and he does all that the wicked man is doing. And that's what I'm saying. They have said in Mount Vernon Church, I know the grace of God was on them, and they've went back and doing the wickedness that the wicked man does today. Have no desire to be in the house of God and sitting back making excuses. Well, you can turn around and say, well, I don't drink and I don't run around with women. You don't serve God either. If you ain't hanging on the cross or you can't do nothing else, you need to be in the house of God. We need to keep the house of God open. What is the people looking at? They're not looking to the schoolhouse for God. They're looking to the church for God. They're not looking for the schoolhouse to baptize them. They're looking for the church to baptize them. They're looking for an open door to come in when they decide they need Jesus. The wicked man does shall he live, and his righteousness that he hath done shall not be shall not be mentioned in his trespasses that he hath trespassed, and in his sins that he has sinned. In them shall he die. If we can come against this, y'all bring it to me after church. And talk to Danny, because I'm leaving. <laughs> Yet you say the way of the Lord is not equal. How many times have I heard that? How can the Lord take my youngins? How can this happen to me? Oh, bless my heart. If God is so big, why am I laying here suffering and another man going about? I'd have to say that has crossed my mind. I need to shake it because it's straight out of hell. God is equal, honey. I'm God's, and I'm and God may want to use me in suffering, in pain, even in the nursing home. I don't know. But I'm God's. I'm his watchman as long as he's left me at Mount Vernon. And to everybody that's listening in Radio Land today, I'm the watchman today. Yet you say, I have, the way of the Lord is not equal. Hear now, O house of Israel, is not my way equal? Are not your ways unequal? <coughs> when a righteous man doth turn away from his righteousness and commit iniquity and dieth in them, for his iniquity that he hath done shall he die. Again, when the wicked man turneth away from his wickedness that he hath committed and doth that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. How do we save our own soul? Is turn away from our wickedness. Amen. Give it to God. Quit being proud. The brother was teaching there this morning and it hit my, hit my mind. I've seen it. 
I've watched it time and time again. We get saved, and it's so glorious to be out of sin. And if we're not careful, Satan will turn around and slip a little pride in. And then our boldness that God has given us, if we're not careful, we'll use it. Amen. And we'll be slanderous and slurs to other people. We'll think we're a little higher than anybody else. We've stepped up. I've seen preacher after preacher that thought he was in total authority and had everything going, and inside his life was falling apart. Neighbor, can I tell you something? I can't exalt Bill today. I can praise God that he chose me to be a watchman for a little while, for just a little while. Praise his holy name. Ezekiel 33, and I'll quit here shortly. Ezekiel 33. We won't read it all. The sixth verse. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, Mike Merkel's right here. I'm going to brag on him a little bit this morning. I mentioned the other day how to give anything for us. If I'd have got a ram's horn when I was preaching on Jericho, if I'd have got a ram's horn and I had opportunity in Israel and I found in my car a week or two later a ram's horn out of Israel and I learned to blow it, I'm going to come here and blow the trumpet. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the, the trumpet and the people is not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So, so thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman. The Lord had to tell. He had to just keep telling Ezekiel. I don't understand all this. But does he not just have to keep telling us? Hmm. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. He said the word of my mouth and warn them from me. He said not your mouth is equal and not from you. But the Lord said from my mouth and from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. wonder why the Lord keeps repeating this. Hmm. When I say unto the wicked, I'm going to tell you why he keeps repeating it. You know why I preach the same message over and over? Somebody don't hear it. And he said, oh, where to start with? He said, they wouldn't hear. He said, they won't hear you because they wouldn't hear me. But go anyhow. I'm going to tell them anyway. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou doest not speak to him, the wicked, from his ways, if thou doest not speak to warn the wicked from his ways, the wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but the blood will I require at thy hand. Can I tell you, the blood will be required at our, our hand. Can we check back through our life and be honest with ourselves and see what a failure we are? See what we've not done and said. And I wasn't saved by doing. I got saved by the marvelous grace of God. But I didn't die right then. I kept going. God left me here to do a work. Have I done it? 
Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way and turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but when thou hast delivered thy soul. Therefore, O thy son of man, speak unto the house of Israel, that ye thus ye speak, saying, If thou transgress and, and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Can I tell you, and I've watched this. I, I, I watched some of it this week in a feller, and I didn't even know his name, over, over the road. But I looked at his old body, <clears throat> and I could tell, and, and his, the, his car, and I could tell by his clothes, and I could see where he's just pining away, where he's give to the devil and give to the addictions of the devil. There's nothing no more pitiful than to see just a drunk, just an alcoholic, a fellow that's drank liquor, till he's laying there and his body won't work, till he's laying there in his own nastiness, and, and he's laying there in his filthiness. And it was a man that was one time cleaned up and looked like somebody. I've watched it all of my life. A man used to cut my hair up on the side of the mountain. He'd go to church, and then he decided to go get drunk, and he'd just pine away. Then he'd want to cut your hair, and he'd shake it like this, and had some of them old kind of clippers like that. You didn't cut it, you pulled it out. And him just like that. And it just pine away. The old body just goes away, and wrinkles pile up. And niceness on their clothes that one time wouldn't have been that way. Let me tell you something. I saw it in my house. I saw mine pile away to nothing. Pray to God that he's given back to God and will come out a whole man. But neighbor, ain't you seen it happen in your house? Ain't you seen them just pine away? Saying to them, as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. No pleasure in the death of the wicked. But that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Let me read the rest of this chapter, please, and I'll quit. Therefore thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. The righteousness of the righteous. Self-righteousness ain't going to deliver you. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in, in the day. Shall not fall by, thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day he sinneth. When I shall... Trying to be righteous and living in sin. The modern day American word is hypocrite. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he hath committed, he shall die for it. Hello. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, if he turn away from his sins and do that which is lawful and right, if the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he hath robbed, walked in the stature of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live, he shall not die. 
Be good to read that 15th verse again. None of his sins that he hath committed shall be mentioned unto him. He hath done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Yet the children of thy people say, The way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turneth from his righteousness and commit iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live. Get ready for invitation, Brother Brooke. That which is lawful and right, he shall live. 20th verse, and I'm done. Yet ye say the way of the Lord is not equal. O ye house of Israel, I will judge you every one after his way. I will judge you every one after his way. So these it says, I'm judging or you're judging. God said, I will judge everyone after his way. So if our self-righteousness tells us we are right and we go on and live like we want to live, God will judge us in our way. What a sad time it's going to be when you come down to that finishing hour. I've laid in bed and thought about it at night hundreds of times. And he says, apart from me, you work of iniquity. Well, Lord, I got saved in 68. I was a deacon. I tried to teach Sunday school. I did singing a little bit. I tried to preach. I tried to visit people. I tried to tithe. I, Lord, I tried. He just said in his word that he wouldn't remember that if I go in my sins. That's the word of God. I didn't say that. They can't argue with the Word of God. Truel, stand to your feet. You know where we're at today. We got communion and foot washing. I've watched it over the years. I've watched communion. I've watched foot washing. I've watched it go away. I've watched churches that were sitting full fall down to 20. All of that is the Word of God. That they'll follow in their own ways. They'll do what they want to do. That they're not going to listen to you, watchman, because they wouldn't listen to me. But I'm going to make you hard-headed. I'm going to send you out there, and you warn them. When you see the sword coming, I see trouble in America. I see America will be hungry this winter. I see America will be cold this winter. Maybe it won't happen at your house, but I'm a burden. Maybe these people can't pay $5 a gallon for heat and oil. I see we need to turn back to God. Come as God speaks to our hearts.